0: On this episode of AV Week, George Tucker, Don Mead, Josh Schrago, and so many more help me wrap up Infocom 2018, looking to what we have learned this week and looking ahead to the future. All that and more next on AV Week.
1: The network for the AV industry.
2: What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is it's AV, AV Nation. Nation. This is AV Nation.
0: This is AV Week, episode 355, recorded Friday, June 8th, 2018, Infocom 2018, Part 2. Support for
2: AV Nation is brought to you by Extron Electronics and by Atlas IED, innovative audio solutions for every business environment.
0: This is AV Week, your weekly wrap-up of audiovisual news and information. My name is Tim Albright, I am your host. This is part two of our coverage of InfoComm 2018. With me to talk about uh, this and everything else we we're going to talk about today is, first and foremost, Miss Dawn Mead. Welcome, ma'am.
2: Hello, thanks for having me, as usual.
0: Well, here's the thing, it, 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 not for nothing, we had Bradford on in the first episode. His first Infocom in probably, you know, two or three centuries. As a end user, this is your first Infocom it as an end user. It is,
2: so it is, and it's still, it's first of all, still blowing my mind that I'm an end user now instead of an integrator. But it's also blowing my mind how different and yet the same Infocom is as an end user versus as an integrator. So so. We're
0: gonna get to that in a second. Mr. George Tucker is also here. How are you, sir? All right, all right, all right. He's been running his butt off uh, for us this week, Eight so thank you, sir. Eight miles. And last but not least. Josh Schrigo, the consultant du jour, and, uh, and our buddy pal. Thank you, sir. Oh, happy to be here. Always glad to share in this.
2: You sound happy to be you here. You sound happy. <laughs> I'm a
0: little
1: very white at this he's point. He's a little like Eeyore. Yeah.
0: Thanks for noticing me.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not that it matters, but. <laughs> All right, uh, Don, I'm, I'm going to pick on you just like I picked on Bradford. This is your first Infocom as an end user. Yes, it is. Uh, I heard uh, Bill O'Donnell uh, recorded EdTech earlier today, and I want to say he said the, the number, of the percentage of attendees that were were um, end users was 40%. Is that accurate, Bill? Yeah. 40%. I got it from Josh. 40% end users. Did you feel like part of the 40%?
2: Did I personally feel like I yeah. the 40%? Only sometimes. Okay. Because, like I said, I still mentally am an integrator, so I think that way. But
0: did it feel like you, there, there was a large contingent? There were of a lot, injury.
2: yeah. Um, I sat with uh, several of these folks, including Bill, on the end user panel for IMCA yesterday, and it was a fairly large room for that luncheon, and it was pretty darn full for most of the thing until we just sort of took over the show and kept talking, and then it sort of thinned out. But. Um, just people I've talked to and interacted with at the hotel, on the shuttle buses, at the parties, and on the show floor, there are a lot of end users, university staff, uh, people like me that work for large corporations, people like the, me that work for large corporations, that work for other customers. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of a lot of us, apparently.
0: Uh, I want to touch on something, because Bradford's experience, I want to see if it was similar to yours, his experience was because he had a green tag, and here at Infocom 2018 this year, if you had a green stripe on your tag, indicated you, at, you were as an end user. When he walked up to people in, in their booths, they would not talk to him technically, right? You have that and, not for nothing, you are a female. The, the AV industry has a, has a bad history of, of not taking female techni- technical prowess seriously. So did you experience you know anything where, where somebody wouldn't necessarily take your, your technical prowess seriously?
2: Actually, I didn't, but I think I'm kind of a rare case okay. because, as you know, and as people that have seen me walking around the show know, I've got four badges, <laughs> yes. so I've got an exhibitor badge, I've got a press badge, I've got an end-user badge, which I am now, and I've got my um, speaker badge. Okay. And I put them on a ring so that I could just flip when I get to the booth which one I want them to scan, usually my end user badge. But because I've got all these badges, because it, they see that I'm a speaker, because I have my you know hashtag AV loincloth worth of ribbons with credentials and things, you know I sort of come into the booth commanding enough that, hey, I know what I'm talking about, here's why, now let's talk about the technical stuff. Okay. And, and also, as I said at the women's breakfast to some of the folks at my table, of all of the STEM fields, despite our history, I maintain that AV is one of the most female-friendly and female-welcoming of the STEM fields. I have friends that are data scientists, computer scientists, lab coat-wearing scientists. All of them have horror stories that I just am amazed at because the AV industry as a rule has been very welcoming to me as a woman, especially once I prove that I know my stuff, which is why I encourage young females in our industry to take classes, get certified, and know their stuff. So, I didn't really have that experience, but I had a whole lot of things that indicated I wasn't your average bear. Okay. So, yeah. there All right, you go.
0: very good. Mr. Tucker, uh, what are you taking away from this week?
3: Hmm. Uh, well, I'll take away that um, interoperability. I think Steve mentioned it uh, last week. Uh, I think that, the th- again, knowing about the threshold of the integrated life, that the IoT and the off-the-shelf stuff are becoming more and more of not just our residential, but our hospitality and like commercial experiences and they're driving each other, and they're going to be this strange mixture of them wanting to interact and work the same, both where they were in a retail store as well as in the home, and I think that is going to cause a bit of a shakeup on how we manufacture these things, how we integrate them. Uh, It's like retail. Samsung had an enormous display there about interactive sales devices, digital signage that knew what you were doing, Hmm. knew that you were approaching, knew that you had certain things with you pick up a pair of pants, it says, hey, you just passed the so- shoes and socks, these are, these are probably a good match. Others like you have bought this, yeah. the Amazon effect. Yeah. Um, so that, I think, really has a direct relationship. <coughs> and to that end, in the staging area, we know that Christy has a AI project for uh, Pandora's box, that's mm-hmm. a video mapping box. But in the staging area of, of the show, there's a product called Lightform. It basically takes a little projector and scanner reader scans the area that you've told it to scan, maps the objects on them, and with a Photoshop-like product lets you modify them and then maps uh, patterns and images over them. 699 direct to the person. Wow. It's IoT, it's wireless. Uh, it has IFTT at the moment, but they're working on more examples, but IFTT is pretty darn simple. You know, if, then, then that, the if this, then that kind of stuff. It looked really good, and the live demo was pretty amazing. All that power packed into A tiny little box that mounts on a projector. Not for nothing,
2: Lightform was on my short list of cool things I saw at the show, too. It's Uh, right there.
0: There you go. Uh, Josh, you were a part of the integrated life uh, class on on Tuesday. Yes,
1: specifically on the interoperability plan. That's why I'm bringing that up.
0: (laughs) It was fun. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. um, it may have been contentious. I think is the adjective I was I was I told. Wouldn't call it contentious.
3: Well, uh, you can ask both of <laughs> these <laughs> wonderful other Don panelists. And the popcorn
0: apparently. Yes. Yes. Yeah, there was a
3: popcorn eating moment. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think it was absolutely contentious as it was. There was a disagreement, and they were about it, you obviously disagreed. But uh, well, not, and I don't mean just you. The two, you and the other individual.
1: Yeah, there was there was a few there was a few disagreement points about interoperability and some of the directions and some of the concerns about it. In particular, voice uh, was was a concern and. And, and I make no secret of my stance on some of those issues. In just regards just to privacy. in
0: case anybody has never heard your stance, <laughs> clarify it. Uh, basically, it just boils down to the,
1: the issue of privacy when it comes to installing microphones in a home. And when you're putting in a an device like an Alexa, you're opening up an environment that somebody can capture, somebody can listen, uh, and it's starting to become a more common occurrence to note that that information is not necessarily just going to Amazon. it's also starting to become apparent that it's not just on keywords. That information has slowly been leaking out over the last few years uh, and I raise that concern, and of course, uh, you know, trying to play the trump card of well, we always have a phone on our hand, on our persons, we're always capturing each other uh, other's audio all the time, and it's M- to which my response was effectively, well, yes, you're proving my point, of <laughs> if there's open microphones in an environment, I can leave my phone at home. But if I walk into some environment of somebody's home, or in particular, if I start putting Alexas in an office, mm-hmm. or, you know, financial institutions, accounting mm-hmm. firms,
3: law firms.
0: Which is uh, just for the record, which is something Amazon is already starting to do. They, they wrote a blog post last November. That, yes. Touting that, yeah, those relationships.
3: <laughs> how the SEC lets that happen, I have
1: no idea. And it's it's the concerns over that, <laughs> and how you have to advertise that, that caused some of our biggest, bi- the biggest disagreements. That required the moderator to, um, in in probably the most diplomatic thing I've ever seen. Of pu- uh, you you can respond when he's done. Yes. <laughs> Bless her, that moderator
2: was a queen. She yes. Didn't care, yeah, but she's, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. Parks and Associates did a great job putting yes, that I on. Did, I yes. want to give a, I want to yeah. give a lot of accolades to them for putting on a wonderful event. Uh, that day. And pulling in a lot of heavy hitters uh, for he- for those conversations. Um, I mean, Paul Ziele was there to discuss security with a lot of wonderful people before our panel. Uh, they had a lot of great integrators in there and a lot of great manufacturers discussing what our options were, how this is going to work, how we're going to move forward, and what the opportunities are was the big thing. Mm-hmm. But we didn't shy away from the conversation of issues that are also can arise by being a part of this. Yep. And that was really great as well.
0: Right. All right. Let's talk about products uh, f- with you, Don. What, what are two or three? I mean, yes, George stole one of yours. Uh,
4: that's <laughs> okay. I have a list. Okay. So.
0: What, so, so hit me with with two or three things that, that were phenomenal enough for you to take take back home to to your to your office, which again, you're t- you're an end user now.
2: Well, you know, I had two different classes of things that I was writing down. Things that were just the incredible wow factor of, oh my God, that's awesome, and things that I can use this tomorrow or okay. I can start specifying no. this tomorrow. You know the cool wow factor. A couple that we saw last year, but came again with improvements. Hypervision, Vision, the, yep. the 3D laser-looking thing. The the incredible pixel pitch on the the silicone, uh, direct view LEDs. LG, oh my God! You know me, you and me both.
0: Yes, We're OLED, fans OLED of fanboy, yep.
2: fangirl, They just keep improving. This year, their clear screen OLED, amazing. You know, and, and of course, the giant Sony screen, I mean, there's Sony and it's giant and woo, you know, I mean, you can't argue with that. But I,
0: Except it, 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 when it ships, we'll get more excited.
2: Well, when it ships and if there's ever actually a use case for a giant Fargan screen. But um, the, the things that I was excited about, and a lot of people probably didn't even know they were there this year, every year they make a big deal of their innovation pavilion. And usually there's like a dozen or more companies and they're vying, and there's always like the cool AV products and the things that aren't. This year it was very small. It was tucked out of the way, back in the corner of the North Hall. There were only seven companies there, but this year there was no fluff. Mm. Every one of the companies, Giggear, Gear, ScreenSpace, Tosshineer, Opticon, Invict, Digisat Plus, and Layer Logic, were products that were like truly innovative, truly solutions. LayerLogic, Logic, I told those guys, you know, they basically have a box that you can plug in HDMI to, turns any touch display into a collaboration screen. Oh, wow. You can bring in, you know, your laptop plug in, plug in, plug in. It'll put them all four on the screen at once. You can annotate on each other's things. You can oh. open mm-hmm. one, pull it up full screen, and um, the annotations go back onto your computer. Oh, so wow. it, I mean it, it it solves a solution. It's almost like a mini version of an oblong mezzanine, but just for in room use. Okay. Very cool cost-effective, total solution for the huddle spaces where you want collaboration in a big corporation <coughs> when you don't have budget for a mezzanine in every room, yep. for instance. Um, they were amazing. Screen, pa- screen Space is a digital signage solution. Um, Invict has, a, it sounds like a weird name, yeah. they have a system that you can plug in. It's a software thing. You set up your own server for storage, and this little box, will, uh, box with the software it will set a timer on it, and it'll record your meeting. It does automatic uh, transcription as you go, real-time transcription. Obviously machines can't get everything right. We know from Dragon and some of the other voice recognition things, but it also will provide you during the meeting or right after the meeting, if you choose you know your choice, the audio transcript part and audio recording so that you can proofread it, and instead of waiting two weeks and paying a crap ton of money yeah. for Transcription—it's right there, and it allows you to put in keywords, and it records the time of all of those words. So that if you need to go back and edit the video or reference really? a certain thing, mm. oh, it's badass. Okay. Sorry for the language. No, 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 no. It's th- th- and, and
0: to Dawn's point, that that, that's, that several companies have, tri- have tried that with limited success.
2: No, it's very. I mean, this year I'm glad that they weren't voting on a winner of the Innovation Pavilion <laughs> because I could not have chosen. Yeah. there were, you know. I, I plan to pitch Lair Logic when I get back to my company. I plan to talk to the right people about Invict. They had an, uh, simultaneously, a simultaneously, a different company had a simultaneous translation product. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just amazing. I bought a pair of the Gig Gear uh, tech gloves for you know yeah. for do- for working in racks and working in you know mm-hmm. staging and rigging and stuff. Awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I think that we're finally, even though we're not as big as we were in the Innovation Pavilion, we're really being innovative.
0: It's kind of condensing yeah. it down to actually, yeah. you know, useful stuff. And, so. and
2: the very last, like, super cool thing, right before I came here, I was almost late because I was up in the air. I took part in Infocom. They had a company called C2 here mm-hmm. doing innovative experiences. And they basically had these little swings. They took a group of, like, six of us up in the air, like, I don't know how many feet. I wasn't asking because I'm afraid of heights. It was
0: about 15 to 20 feet.
2: 15 to 20 feet in the air, sitting on these little swings, swinging our feet and having a discussion about creativity and technology and the evolution of things and just me and some total strangers. And it was really cool. I wasn't afraid at all of the heights, even though I'm scared of heights.
5: Yeah.
2: And it was r- really freeing, refreshing. So mm. that's the kind of experiences we want to, you know, I, I, I've said on our podcast last week, you know, experience is not just the big wow, whiz bang factors. It's you know, can your CEO go in and work the room without having it fail? That's because an that, experience that, that, they're that they're looking for. Yes. But when you see some of the whiz bang things, it's it. I see where a VIX is. I'm, I'm down.
0: All right, so. All right George, Sorry. Uh, what, what are you taking away from this week? What, what's whether it's a, a product or an idea or, or a feeling from this week? All
3: right, well, like I said with the products, and again, if I had yeah. to choose a winner, mine would be Lightform just because it crosses everything that we do. It's staging, it's integration, it's so commercial, cool. it's really cool. I have
2: video I'll show you. Um,
3: the second choice I had is something very interesting from RTI, um, remote, t- uh, I can't remember what the full name, is RTI. Remote, yes. R- remote Technologies Incorporated. Uh, a streaming box that is a transceiver that will do up to 32 devices simultaneously, uh, has built-in scalers, built-in downmixing, has Wi-Fi capable for throwing it across if you don't have a cable. Uh, they didn't give me a price, but they said dealer cost would be minimal. It looks real good. It, I saw it in action, it's interesting. I can't wait to see it ship they say next month. Okay. So even when I was talking about it, the engineer even came out, oh no, the engineer's here. And was very eager to talk about it. So uh, they have that. Um, the, the, so I mentioned it earlier the Samsung Magic Info. Again, all that tying in of technology. They also have software that does the analytics in real time. Are you male, female? All those things that they need to see. And they can register as they were walking in the booth. How many male? How many female? How long did they stop? What did they look at? It was really cool technology that I find very fascinating that might draw even me into a retail environment, but has lots of options for any of those home uses of identifying who's doing what and how you can have personal preemptive settings, et cetera.
0: Yeah, that, that, that t- getting Tucker into a store is... is, is no, it's near a damn near impossible. All right. <laughs>
3: um, but but the, the, and the other thing, though, is... Did anyone look at that? I am going to make a funny one. The Sony booth. Yeah. Did anyone look at the content, uh, the content management system that was on the outside? Yeah. There's stark white, it was all surgical imagery on there. I think it was retinal surgery, which is why I stopped because you know my fascination with that awesome. stuff. And I looked at it I'm like, well oh, that's pretty bold for pointing that out. It was all little pictures, but they would then blow them up and it was really high res, that was the idea, yeah. the really high res capabilities for the surgical and medical applications. Hmm. It was cool, but I just thought that was very bold to do.
0: Yeah. All right, Mr. Uh, Schriegel, we'll give you the last word. What are you, what's gonna be your memory of Infocom 2018?
1: oh that's a that's an unfair question <laughs> um this will likely air whether or not this goes in it or not but uh yeah i mean for me to for me to say to myself after 15 years i was i was an end user i was a manufacturer i was an integrator and i've been a consultant i've sat on every side of this industry. There is brilliance in so many people. and there. Uh, I know better people at manufacturing than me. I know better people that are engineers. I know better consultants. I know better people that can do my job so much better than I can because of how brilliant and the effort and the energy and the love that they put into it that I found the best thing I can do. And what I'm taking away from this show is that I made the right decision to to take a leap of faith and and move move on uh, to something else for a little while. That being said, uh, we are still facing a problem with technology and the evolution of where we're going in that we get so close to delivering the solutions that are being asked for. Uh, Take, for example. Uh, the Avenue Alliance announcement uh, of of Milan Milan, and the epic failure of how that's been delivered as news with the complete and total success of what it actually is. (laughs) It's a true interoperable solution not just in our world but in an IEEE standard that is now going to have a control platform on top of it. That is so meaningful Beyond us, that takes. Uh, compare that to what Backnet IP has been for so many years to a building. Now you can get an actual universal platform that can let multiple indur- industries interoperate. It be interoperable. It's not about having a Dante chip in it anymore. It's about having an IP address that can talk to any other IP address. Simultaneously, we're also moving ourselves farther and farther away if, uh, from the devices in buildings at all, because. Now we're seeing more and more soft codecs. We're needing that translation software, that translation hardware, to allow us to be interoperable across multiple codecs and still operate with one device without having to have an in-room PC. And seeing how that's being managed by companies from Shenzhen, as well as big boys like Harman, that's been really interesting. And that, that's the big takeaway technologically that I now have to take back to my clients and, s- and offer to them as a potential solution for that. Right. So, yeah, the uh, 2018 is gonna be uh, a memorable year for me. All
0: right. On that note, I will say thank you all so much. Miss Dawn Mead, how do people connect with you?
2: You can find me, of course, on avnation.tv, on AV Week and a number of other podcasts sometimes, yeah. and writing. You can find me in a column I've been writing for SCN. And of course, you can always find me on social media, at avdawn, on pretty much all the platforms.
0: Very right, good, right. Mr. Tucker? Uh, Tucker2
3: is on every social media platform that probably exists. Uh, and I write for several trades as well, uh, and for AV Nation.
0: All right. Mr. Strago, thank you, sir. Thank you. And how do people find you?
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Chase Srego, you can find me on Aviation. you can find me at soundreason.org, and you can also reach out to the company uh, that I've been working for, uh, TCOM, at TCOM.com. All right, very good.
0: Alright, our next segment uh, has three more folks uh, that I'm happy to join us. First and foremost, Ms. Alicia Headley, how are you, ma'am? I'm good, how are you, too? Good. Uh, next to her is Rich Ventura from NEC, welcome, sir. Thank you very much. Uh, and last but not least... Mr. Chaz from FSR. How are you, sir?
4: I'm doing wonderful, Tim. Good.
0: Uh, let's start with the, 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 uh, the manufacturers because, if I'm not mistaken, this is the first manufacturer we've had on today. So, um, Chaz, how was the show for you?
4: Fantastic. Fantastic. Um, it's been extremely busy, and there's a word that I've heard from almost everybody that's been through our booth, vibe. The vibe this year has just been incredible. People are excited about the products they're seeing. Uh, business seems to be very robust and uh, everybody can't wait to get out of here and get back and uh, start either selling products or doing projects or designing. It's been a great show.
0: Yeah. Rich, how was it for you? Well,
6: I s- still have a voice, so <laughs> I'm <been> pretty good. <laughs> That's a plus. <laughs> That's a plus. Um, you know it's been great. Um, we, you never know what you're going to walk into when, when you go to Infocon every year, right? You yeah. don't know what the vibe, like you said, the vibe is going to be like. Um, you start talking <laughs> to all these end users. You start talking to the consultants, the integrators, the designers. Um, you know, Dave's just done an amazing job this year. Uh, we spent uh, probably about an hour with him yesterday, uh, myself and our VP of Marketing, talking about just how great everything he's doing. And a lot of the stuff that I talked to him about just not that long ago at ISE, he's put into place. Yeah. Talking about all the different uh, experiences that were going on. Manufacturers were challenging each other to one-up each other. Uh, which was great to see. Not only the manufacturers that compete against each other, but manufacturers that work together. Yeah. Uh, you know, for us, obviously, everything's about um, our ecosystem and our partnerships, and uh, we got to see everyone was just challenging each other to change the business.
0: Yeah. Uh, Alicia, you we're recording this at the end of the day on on Friday you actually just stepped off Center Stage yes. and stepped on ours, so thank you so much for, for, for joining us. Absolutely. Um, what, was, what was your experience like, uh, just you know, not only as a tech manager, but also as somebody who was a speaker at, at Center Stage? Busy. Okay.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Busy for sure. Um, this was my first Infocom in Vegas, so it was a little different for me learning how to navigate the show floor. Uh, that was a challenge, but I guess by day two, I kind of was starting to feel my way out. Um, because it was so fast-paced, I saw not as much as I would have liked, mm-hmm. but I did see a good amount of cool stuff out there, so it's always fun to come to Infocom.
0: Yeah, and then just to clarify, if you've never been to Infocom, the one in in Vegas is split between the North Hall and the South Hall, and there's a big space in between. In Orlando, it's yeah. one ginormous hall, right. so. Uh, Chaz, ask you a, in, and Rich kind of the same question. Um, we had Dave Vobuskas on the, the first part of these, of these episodes, uh, and also Mike Blackman uh, from ISC. If there's one or two things that you would, if you had them in the room, like, you know, talking to them, but but if you could say, you know what, I would love it if you did this or this, comparing the the, the two different shows.
4: Oh, that's a tough one. Um, It's always easier to come to Las Vegas.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And you're coming from New Jersey. (laughs) Uh,
4: Well, let me put it this way. The ride home on the plane is far more pleasant from Las Vegas than it is from Orlando with a bunch of screaming kids. Okay. So um, I think, you know, one of the there's a couple of challenges that we face in the industry f- that I see, you know, this is the meeting place for our business. You know, this is where everybody gets together once a year. And you know, Rich said it set it great, you know, where the manufacturers are challenging each other, everybody's trying to one up each other. But for our business this is a terrible time for a show okay this is our industry's most busy and, and there's so much going on at this point I agree. this is not a great time for the show and the matter of fact that it's 109 degrees outside yes. doesn't make it easy but that taken out of the fact you know it it's a tough time to be out of your company and and for the integrators to be out of the field
0: yeah Rich, this is probably an unfair question as, as well because it's Friday and, and I'm not asking you to, to analyze your, your team, but you know, there, there was always something that you wished that you had maybe done different or, or, or uh, changed something. Is there anything like that this year? Or you're, pretty, you're pretty happy with the way you guys have pulled up everything. Oh, we're perfect. No, i okay.
5: <laughs>
0: That's it.
6: You know, you know what? Um, I think the one thing that I always like to change and everything like that is um, getting more time for our product managers to spend out there
0: looking at what's going on. Mm. You mean you mean outside of your booth? Yeah, outside yeah. of our booth. Uh,
6: it's just so hard, right? Yeah. Because there are so many great end users coming, so many integrators, and we have so many great conversations. It's like, how do you do that? And I actually heard someone jokingly say, they should have like a one-hour spot where only manufacturers are in the building. Yeah. And they can go wander. And no customers in there, just the manufacturer. They go, well, yeah, that's their setup. And they start looking at me. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but I mean, I start thinking about that. Going, you know how hard that would be, but that'd be kind of cool, though. Yeah. You just have the manufacturers, and we go wander, and you go look, you, and you send out. You can send everybody out to it. That way, they're fresh. They're not worrying about the meetings they got to run to and everything like that. Uh, you know, the one thing I'll, I'll, I'll add on what you're saying with, uh, you know, this is a tough time, right? Yeah. There is no such thing as a good time to do a show. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say that. That's true. There That's isn't. True. If you've got a sales organization who's firing all cylinders, you're, you should be busy all the time. Yeah. Having your reps not be in front of uh, out there and calls never. It, you know, it's not going to happen. Uh, but at the same time, this is actually a great time to have a show. And the reason I say that is because it means we're selling. Yeah. So I don't. So I. I, I mean, we do. We do so many shows every year. Um, we're, we're always at these things, right? But. Um, Anytime time you can do a show, anytime you can get in front of your customers, anytime you can get in front of the market, anytime you can uh, talk with people at like Alicia, uh, talk with our
0: partners, it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Alicia, what was your favorite part of this week?
5: Favorite part of this week for me was Wednesday. I did a course on Dante, yeah. and I really got to engage with a lot of end users, get their perspective on how they deploy Dante in different vertical markets, and just have general conversation with people from all around the world that are using this solution to, you know, incorporate audio into spaces that are mostly digital signage spaces. Um, Everything audio is just, it was amazing because, you know, I love audio. It's my background. so It's close to my heart and to be able to connect with so many other people, like there was guys from Africa in there telling me about how they're deploying it in Africa. So it was really exciting to just engage with so many different people and just geek out on audio. So that was
0: fun for me. Very <laughs> cool. Uh, I ask all three of you this exact same question. This question, I think, I asked earlier. Uh, Chaz, if you had to pick a theme for this for twenty eighteen, what what is the theme of this year?
4: Oh, that's a tough one. I I, I would have to say that you know, if you look at FSR ourselves, our theme is um, up in our look. Okay. You know, we're, we're trying to take all our products. Um, and raise the aesthetic value of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think if you look at the industry itself, they've expanded on that theme. Everything is brighter and glitzier, and, and there's more. I hate to use the word, but flashing lights. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I think of it as. But yeah, it, it's everybody's working on, on a better look and, and building the experience. All right. Rich? Uh, that's the tough one.
6: you know, I, I'd actually probably call this the, this year's theme challenge. okay And why I use the term challenge is because we're entering so many new businesses where so many things are going on. I, mean, I heard people talking earlier about integration of Alexa into devices. and I heard someone talking about one of my competitors with uh, analytics and data and we're, we're, we've got all that stuff to do. We we've got this huge challenge and how do we deliver more value, more services, more solutions? Um, I've heard at a service, like as a service, like thirty different iterations and ways they're calling it AB as a service. This as a service, that as a service. It, it's challenges, right? Which, uh, if you look at the big scheme of things, what a challenge does, it creates solutions. Yeah. And so everywhere you went, they were we were we were heading on challenges with these all these new ideas and new uh, new uh,
0: strategies. All right. Alicia, last time. Um,
5: I would say productivity. Uh, everybody was looking how to be the most productive with different platforms. That's what I heard most, like, okay, how can I use this solution and incorporate it with a solution that I'm already having? And if I can't do that, why not? (laughs) So everybody was trying to find different ways to be productive, uh, whether it was in-house or communicate better with their end users. Uh, But for me, I heard a lot about being productive and how we
0: can enhance that in the workspace. All right, very good. Thank you all so much. Chaz Porter, how do people find you or FSR?
4: At chaz underscore FSR Inc. on Twitter and we're at www.fsrinc.com.
0: All right, very good. Rich, how do people find you or NEC? I'm on Twitter,
6: NEC underscore RV. Okay. Uh, and Google on us all over the place, but also we're like at all the shows, all the conferences. Oh, and and, CNA CNA and, CNA and
0: you guys are, are you you guys are also doing something different than you've done in the last couple of years with New York Digital Signage Week. You're having your own thing yes. the week before New York Digital it's Signage Week. So it's
6: uh, interesting because if you guys if you know the whole history of New York Signage Week, we actually invented it, not, not others. Yeah. And so we've, this is our 25th year. Yeah. Uh, there's not many people who can say they've had an event for 25 years in the same city in the same place, right? So yeah, we're doing it the week before, yep. and there will be a huge bash with it being our 25th anniversary. On top of our grand opening, we have this this uh, the new building this, uh, at the end of uh, next month.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's the great. one in, in Chicago, your new building. Yep, new Downers in Downers Grove. Yeah,
5: See, I learned something new. Now I'm gonna have to be in New York for two weeks straight.
6: That's <laughs> right. I, 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 I with me, because I'll be there for two weeks straight, too. Good. Yeah.
0: all right. Well, that's yeah. always fun to hang with right yeah, Absolutely <laughs> uh, All right, Alicia, how do people find you?
5: Of course, at the Smooth Factor, everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, um, <laughs> my website, thismovefactor.com.
0: All right, very good. Thank you all so much. Uh, my name is Tamal Bright. Uh, don't follow me, uh, but go by the <laughs> website, please, avianation.tv. TV. you'll find this program and a host of others. Uh, before we get out of here, I do want to say thank you to a, a bunch of folks. Uh, Liz, who has been our coordinator this week, she's been fantastic keeping me in line. Uh, Brian McKinney and, and Bill O'Donnell on camera. Um, Mr. Tucker, Mr. Uh, Greenblatt. Uh, actually, Phil Cordell did some some videos for us. Um, A.B. Don did some videos for us. Uh, and uh, also... A um, bunch of other folks. So, uh, thank you all so much for that for a great week. Uh, while you're at our website, go um, well, by the the underwriter section. These are the folks who help us financially, help us bring you Infocom 2018 and so much more. So, all that and more at aviation.tv. aviation.tv. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. That's all the time we have for Av Week. <laughs>